Hello, hello, and welcome to the Kathy the Panda podcast. Um, I know it's been a while. I have just been so busy. It's been so hectic, and I've just, you know, found time now to actually get back to it. As you can see, I rebranded again. So just a little background on the new podcast cover. So I am in my love myself era. Uh, I have been doing private boudoir for that as well. It's helped me a lot, you know, kind of just appreciate my body and just embrace the skin I'm in. So yeah. And so if you are new here, well, um, welcome, firstly. So I started this podcast about two years ago, and my intent was to use this to kind of do my part in raising awareness on mental health, because at that time, I was struggling so bad with my own mental health issues. Um, but now I basically do mix it up a bit with just lighter and more fun topics about love and life and just, you know, personal anecdotes. So yeah, which brings me to today's topic, dating. Specifically, online dating, you know, using dating apps like Bumble, Tinder. Um, I used to use Badu, I think it was called, but um, I, I stopped using that just because my matches weren't really. Eh. Anyway, um, so I stuck with Bumble and Tinder, but back in 2019, I used Tinder a lot and I actually didn't use Bumble back then. I don't know what it was about Bumble, but I just wasn't a fan of it. Although people said that people on there or the men on there are actually better quality than the guys in Tinder, which is actually not true because they're pretty much the same people. And I've matched with guys both on Bumble and Tinder. And I meant that to say that literally the same person, I matched with them on both apps. So they're just basically the same people using these apps. And so I think that theory is not right. At least not for me. Anyway, so when I was in the Philippines, I didn't really date. Um, whether it was with the intent to get into a serious relationship or a, a more or a more casual relationship, I just wasn't dating. And when I moved here, uh, here meaning Hanoi, I just thought maybe, hey, I'm new here and I just want to meet people which is why I went on dating apps because I felt like that was the easiest way to meet new people. Um, it was, just there was no assurance in terms of like the quality of the relationship that you'll actually get. But yeah, and so I may be late to the trend. I know in two, like the end of 2022, a lot of people were doing this dating rap like I thought I'd do one, but like a Hanoi edition. So for those of you who don't know, and that's probably a lot of you because I never really spoke about this before. Um, in November 2022, I went to Hanoi on a holiday. I stayed here for a little over a month and I just fell in love with the place. And two weeks later, I found myself making an impulsive decision to just sell all my things back home and move to Hanoi without a plan and yeah I'm still figuring that out 
um so far so good i guess a lot of ups a lot of downs a lot of trial and error just like in everything else in life but we're good anyway i do not want to stray too far away from what i want to talk about today right so before i jump into like telling you all these interesting stories um i'm gonna briefly explain how bumble and tinder work because a lot of my friends actually don't know how to use bumble and tinder and so basically they have the same mechanics or the same rules if you are interested in the person you swipe right but if you're not interested you swipe left and don't worry because they don't get notified if you swipe left on them um i had this <laughs> i had this match he I wouldn't consider him a friend, but he was an acquaintance. And usually when I see someone I know on any dating app, I automatically swipe right. I don't know. It's just a thing that I do. I don't know what I get out of it. But yeah. Um, and so he was like, oh, because it felt weird. Like if I didn't swipe right on you. And I was like, you know, I wouldn't have known if you swiped left on me. And he was like, yeah, in retrospect, I realized that. And yeah, well, that was kind of a funny exchange. Anyway, so... Don't worry because the person who you swipe left on will not know that you swiped left on them. Um, you only get a notification if you got a match. So a match is obviously when you and that person both swipe right on each other. And to start a conversation, it's different on both apps. So on Tinder, it's pretty straightforward. Anyone can start the conversation. So it can be the guy, it can be the girl. And on Bumble, I think it may be like an initiative for women empowerment or something. But anyway, long story short, the girls have to message first. So when you have a match on Bumble, the girl has 24 hours to message the guy. And if they don't message in 24 hours, the match expires and you can no longer talk to that person unless the guy extends. Or actually, I think, I think either the guy or the girl can extend the match for like another 24 hours. So... Let's say the girl successfully messages the guy. Now the guy has 24 hours to respond. And the same rule applies. So if after 24 hours, the guy doesn't respond, the match expires. All right. So let's say you guys, whether on Tinder or, or on Bumble, you guys have been chatting, you've been talking. And one of you realized that, hey, maybe you're not into it. These are the ways that you can stop talking to your match. So on Tinder, again, it's a little bit more straightforward than Bumble. Um, so on Tinder, if you want to stop talking to your match, either you just ghost them, like stop talking to them, or you unmatch them. So when you unmatch them, they just literally disappear from your list, from your inbox. On the other hand, Bumble, there are three ways to stop talking to your match. And one is the same as Tinder. You just ghost the person, stop talking, stop replying, whatever. The other two ways, number one, is you unmatch them and you the third one is you block them so i'm going to explain to you briefly what the difference is between the two so if you decide to unmatch someone on bumble they get notified they get a notification saying so and so ended the conversation and that's that but when you block someone it's kind of similar to how someone gets unmatched on tinder so they just disappear from your list or your inbox and yeah, so that's pretty much it, the simple rules of Bumble and Tinder. And so the thing about unmatching and blocking on Bumble, keep that in mind because it's going to be like really useful information for one of the stories that I'm going to tell, which is actually this first one. So, of course, I'm not going to be using their real names. 
because I realized that Hanoi is such a small world. Like everyone knows everyone. Can I just say, I walked into a restaurant once and I was, you know, I went there hoping to have like a really good meal. Not that I didn't have a good meal, but then when I walked there, literally two of my matches were there and I'm like, shit, okay. And, um, and then there was another time I realized that I had matched with these two guys who play on the same sports team. And I'm like, oh, okay, um, that's pretty awkward. But anyway, that's a story for another time. So, right, so you guys know I get sidetracked so easily. But anyway, going back, um, I want to preface this by saying that my bio, both on Tinder and Bumble, say that I am a big girl. Like, I literally wrote there, like, I'm a BBW, a plus size queen, or whatever people call it these days, just because I want to be honest and transparent, and I just don't want to waste people's time. So, yeah. Now, back to the stories. First, we're going to talk about Austin. So, Austin was actually the first guy that I was supposed to meet. And so, at that time, I was staying at an Airbnb. And we had agreed to meet at a cafe nearby. Um, but then plans changed and then we sort of agreed that he would just pick me up. And I, for some, oh my gosh, for some reason, I didn't know why Bumble decided to suddenly stop sending me notifications for messages. But like in my head, I was thinking, hey, he typically responds pretty quickly. So I was wondering like, what was taking him so long? And so when I opened Bumble, lo and behold, there was a message from him saying he was already outside my apartment. And so I told him, okay, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll be on my way down. I'm so sorry, I didn't get an, a notification. And he was like, oh, I already left because I was waiting for a long time, but I'll be back in about two minutes. Okay, I checked the timestamp and he wasn't waiting for five minutes. And I was like, okay, in my head, maybe I was just used to Filipino time. Five minutes isn't a long wait, but maybe to other people it was long, so I'll give him that. And so I went down. And I stayed by the side of the street to wait for him because, you know, I didn't want to go back up and just come back down when he's there and make him wait some more. So just to make things easier. And so I was waiting and then I get a message from him saying that his bike broke down, which I think is complete bullshit, but I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Um, so in my head, I was thinking maybe he saw me by the side of the street and maybe he realized that I wasn't his type or that he didn't like me in person and that's totally fine like I understand but I wish he would have just told me that hey oh I realized um I am not attracted to you can we just cancel the date or whatever that would have been totally fine but all that bullshit that he had to do okay so okay going back so in my head like I said I gave him the benefit of the doubt but I told myself if he unmatches me, then that means that it was all BS. So later that day, I went on Bumble and I realized that he wasn't there anymore. So again, this is the part where we remember what the difference is between blocking and unmatching. So obviously he blocked me because he disappeared, which is totally fine. But I guess what was weird about it was weeks, no months later... Um, just fairly recently actually I saw this guy in person and 
he was actually on a date and i was like oh so she's his type got it got it so why did he swipe in the first place anyway i didn't care much about that it was just a realization it was fun to see that anyway um next so i am at like the 12 minute mark i didn't realize so i actually have 10 stories to share and i've only shared one so okay maybe i'm gonna I'm not going to do this next guy because he was pretty boring. And that's a sad thing though. Um, He was boring to me because he was too nice. I don't... <laughs> that sounds so fucked up. But okay, so maybe it wasn't about him being nice that was boring me. It was just that we didn't have the same energy, I think. And I'm a generally loud person. So I think he was just too soft-spoken for me. Right, so the next guy is Gary. So Gary and I actually never had a chance to meet. We had a conversation that lasted a couple of minutes and here's what happened. So I have a lot of photos in my profile, and but actually I don't have any full body photos. I don't know why, I just didn't think to put anything because I had a huge disclaimer in my bio anyway saying that I was big. So this guy asks me to send him full body photos of myself and that day, a couple of days before that day, I had just gone on a tour in Halong Bay. So I had a few full body photos that I could share. So I sent them to him and I guess you already know what happened. Um, again, unmatched versus block, he blocked me on Bumble. So that's the end of that story. So now we move on to the guy who broke my heart. And when I say he broke my heart, he really did. Um, and it took me so long to recover from this. And so we shall name him Daniel. So Daniel, I met him on Bumble. And at that time that we matched, my friend from the Philippines was here with me. And so I asked him, hey, do you have a friend for my friend? And so long story short, we all went out and we had a good time. But the next time we went out, it was just me and him. And so we met a few more times after that. And I felt like there was a connection because, you know, he had shared with me like a lot of intimate information about himself, like his childhood trauma, everything that he has gone through growing up. And I feel like you don't just go around telling people about, you know, your life. And I guess not at that level, but apparently I was wrong. And I had a false sense that we had like a special connection and shit like that. So um, I don't even want to talk so much about this, but basically he ended up ghosting me. He said he has been pretty busy and all that. Um... And then, so when I came back to Hanoi um, a day before my birthday, because I wanted to celebrate. So you know how we celebrate Christmas Eve, or sorry, not Christmas Eve, um, New Year's Eve in anticipation of actual New Year. So in the Philippines, we have what we call the birthday salubong, which is pretty much the same concept. So you celebrate your birthday the night before in anticipation of your actual birthday. And so... I came here without a lot of friends. Actually, I didn't have any friends. I had like a handful of friends here in Hanoi. And one of the closest girls that I had or the closest girlfriends that I had went back home to the Philippines on a holiday to see her family. So I said, 
no, I don't want to spend my birthday eve alone. So I went out, I went to the club by myself. Um, yeah, social anxiety kicked me a bit in the butt, but I um, eventually got around to going to the club and I saw him there. Daniel was there with his friend and his friend approaches me and says, oh, hey, you're back. How are you? It's nice to see you and all that. But Daniel barely acknowledged my presence and he, I guess a part of me understands because he was all over this girl and maybe it would have been awkward for him to come say hi. So I'll give him that. But, you know, it, it, it kind of felt like shit having that happen because I just, I don't know. It just felt bad. And I was out of all these men, like that was the one that made me feel like butthurt. And I haven't been butthurt for so long about things like this, but that just hit me really differently. So, and what grinds my gears about this guy is that when we like went out for the first time, just the two of us, he told me, because he wasn't sure if I was interested in him that way so he kind of started that he wants honesty conversation so um he told me that when it comes to relationships like whatever kind of relationship it is um he wants honesty like if you just want to be friends let me know if you want something more let me know he just wants to know where he stands and i get that i want that too but it's so ironic because he expects that level of honesty but can't give that same level of honesty that he expects or wants to be given to him and it's just it pisses me off so much and I'm so sorry but it's just I think it's so stupid like sir what makes you think you're entitled to something that you cannot actually give to other people as well mm, what makes you so special anyway that's enough airtime for him um, we move on to this guy called Matt and Matt was actually so I was chatting with Matt Mac no not Mac Matt sorry mixing up these names um, so Matt I don't know who Mac is but Matt is um, so he's an exchange student here in Hanoi and he and I have been chatting or were chatting even before I came back to Hanoi so when I was still in the Philippines in December, we would chat so much, like really lengthy messages. And he told me that, hey, you know what? You can expect full transparency from me. Um, I promise I will be honest and all that. And of course, at that time, because I'm a very trusting person. At that time, I believed him because he seemed like a really nice guy. And so we continued chatting. And when I went to Hanoi I had two huge ass boxes 32 kilos each and don't get me wrong I can carry them on my own like I was able to carry them on and off the trolley I was able to carry them off the carousel so I had no problems carrying that big ass box but getting to my apartment I had to go down like a really steep slope and I also had to go through like a really long alley and it was just, it was going to be difficult. So I asked him to help me, which he did. So he helped me carry my boxes and all that. And we spent the day together. We did groceries, we did whatever. 
Okay, so before I continue, just another side note. So whenever I meet someone new on dating apps, like I would tell them up front, okay, we'll talk, we'll meet if we want to, but eventually once we've had enough exchanges, let me know how you feel about it because I don't like getting ghosted. It's just, I don't like it. I feel disrespected and so I would rather have someone tell me straight to my face, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not feeling it or hey, sorry, I realized you're not my type or hey, sorry, I just think it won't work out. Maybe it would be best for us to part ways. That would be so much better for me, I think, because um, I understand that I'm not everyone's cup of tea and that's perfectly fine. Um, all right, so going back. So, you know, Matt knew about that kind of request. I mean, that's all I ask of men, really. And so he said, yes, um, he'll be completely honest with me and all that. So after we met, after we spent that day together when I moved in, um, I asked him, so how did you feel? Um, do, do you want to like still talk and all that? And he was like, yes, yes, we'll definitely spend more time together. And I'm like, okay, great. Sounds good. And so the day's pass and I barely hear from him and one day he messages me and says oh um I'm not ghosting you I'm just really busy la 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 and I'm like oh that's really nice he remembered that I didn't like getting ghosted so maybe he tried to kind of assure me that he wasn't ghosting me but then um actions speak louder than words so as the more days pass like I wouldn't hear from him and he would respond to my messages like so many hours or so many days after which before we met he wouldn't do like he would respond immediately with like super lengthy messages so obviously I can take a hint like I'm not stupid so I messaged him one time and I told him that hey you know what you you know that you can be honest with me if you didn't want to talk anymore and all that um and so he said no I was just really busy like I really like you I would have wanted to spend more time with you but I didn't want to hold you back and honestly that maybe would have worked with other girls but I'm not stupid I'm not gonna fall for that shit don't try to act like the nice guy here because that's very manipulative and that's not gonna work on me so anyway um so that's the end of that as well <laughs> so um i originally i had six more stories to share but i realized that mm, maybe some of them i'm not really in the mood to share right now because i you know i suddenly realized that they're not too interesting but then, okay, so I have three more stories. So one of them, I will name him Kieran. So Kieran was, he was, I think, one of the mature ones that I met. Maybe also because he was one of the older ones that I met. But anyway, so Kieran and I, um, we met and we hung out. We just had like a really, really long conversation in person. It was good. Um, I felt the connection, but only to a certain level. Like there was no, oh my gosh, and I'm so sorry to use this word, but there was no sexual attraction to him. And I think he felt the same way, but he was hesitant to tell me, I feel like. So long story short, what happened between the two of us? So we still talk 
to this day like we would chat every now and then but the reason he told me why he didn't pursue you know seeing me was because he had to deal with things with his ex like sort of like sort out his emotions and his thoughts and that he wasn't ready and that's like a typical that's a typical thing a guy would say like they're not ready whatever but then he would occasionally tell me that oh hey i'm going out on a date and such and such and i'm like hmm, okay so from that point i realized that maybe he just wasn't into me like that and which is fine because as i mentioned the feeling is mutual but i guess um he maybe just didn't have the heart to tell me and that's perfectly fine because he um he would occasionally check on me like he knew about like my job hunting at that time he knew about my mental health and he was like how is it with your therapist how is it how's the job hunt doing and all that and i told him that i wanted to get involved in sports because i wanted to work on my health and like sort of join a hobby-based community that's for another session but um yeah so he was up to date about like things happening in my life and he was interested i guess on a platonic level which was nice um so I don't have a lot of things to say about Kieran. Um, I guess he's a good friend-ish to have occasionally. So, yeah. And, okay. So the next one is Paul. Paul is actually one of the nicest guys ever. Um... He's literally my neighbor, not neighbor in the same building, but like a few apartments down, but we live on the same street. We go to the same gym. So we've gone to the gym together. We have hung out together a few times and he is actually, he's a really sweet guy. Like he would say good night most of the time. Um, and he was actually, he was the very first person who greeted me happy Valentine's. And he was so sweet. And we met on Valentine's Day. And, um, actually I have no bad things to say about him for now. <laughs> for now. Um, not that I'm hoping that anything bad would happen. But he is pretty consistent. He is honest. He's very chill. Um, I don't think, so we're, we're both not looking for a relationship. Um, so it's something a bit more casual and, you know, just when we both need company, someone to talk to, like, yeah, so that's nice. And so remember the thing about me wanting to get into sports. So I ended up attending a flag football practice, which turned out to be like super fun and I have, like, I really want to share my experience, but again, that's for another episode because um, it's going to sidetrack me so much, but it was so fun. And before I attended that practice, I had someone recommend to me a different sport, and I'm not going to name the sport because, again, Hanoi is such a small place, and if maybe I start, you know, being specific, eventually everyone's going to realize who I'm talking about, so maybe not. A good idea so this guy plays for a different sports team that team that was recommended to me and i was like mm, probably not a good idea to join the same sports team as he's part of because if things go south like i wouldn't want things to get awkward so i would rather keep our lives separate 
And I'm thinking that same rule should apply to the sports team that I joined because I like I wouldn't want to date anyone from the team because that would make things awkward if, you know, things don't turn out well for us in, in the relationship. So, um, but they're good company, very good company. I feel like um, they're pretty decent men. Oh, so because like it's an all men's team for now, but they are actively recruiting female players, which is great. So, yeah. Nah. See? See how easily I get sidetracked? This is what happens when I record freestyle. Um, so I typically have a script that guides me. Um, and so when I don't have a script because I'm a talkative person in general, I can literally talk for hours and just cover so many different topics. But, okay, going back again. Paul, right? So the first day I met Paul... Um, we were about to part ways and I was, <laughs> I was feeling a bit anxious because I had so much fun, um, spending time with him and I was having a bit of an, a mini anxiety attack, like a mini heart attack because, um, we were moments from literally parting ways and I wanted to ask him if I would still see him and, um, so I was able to, you know, muster the courage to ask him. I said, so am I going to still see you? And he's like, yeah. And he said, do you want my number? Just to be sure that, you know, we'd still be connected. Because we were still talking in app. So we were still talking on Tinder. And I was like, um, yeah, I would have loved to get your number. But my I left my phone in the apartment. So... He said, okay, no worries. I'll just send you my number on Tinder. And because his phone was dead. So he said, um, I'll send you my number on Tinder tomorrow morning. And I just, <laughs> I gave him a look. A look that was like, I don't trust that he will. But he said, don't worry about it. I will message you in the morning. And I'm like, okay. But at that point when we parted ways, I was like, Nah, he's not going to message. But I woke up the next day and he did send his message and we connected. And he was like, hmm, you didn't expect me to send my number, did you? And I'm like, yeah, I was pretty done with it last night. Um, but yeah, that was that was really nice. So he actually is a pretty good guy. Um, mm, just like, um, ooh, what name did I give the other guy? Uh, the one with the key? Wait. Kieran. Okay, so um so like Kieran, um Paul would also stay updated about my life. Like he would ask me how did it go? And even the like the small things, like he'd ask me how did your day go? And I appreciate that because I feel like that's kind of like a start of a good friendship. And like I said, I'm not really looking for anything specific at the moment. Um, especially because I'm new here. I just want people who are consistent in my life because it's hard to adjust already to a new place. It's even harder to adjust when you have to like keep sort of talking and meeting new people, which is perfectly fine as well. But it's nice to have like a solid group of friends or like solid friendships at least that I can, you know, depend on every now and then. 
yeah so i'm gonna wrap this up with the last story so this guy i shall call him jake so jake is mm, we met once before but before we actually got the chance to meet because he he has a pretty busy schedule i realized that everyone in hanoi is busy but he was legit busy and he doesn't live near where i live so it was quite understandable that we didn't have a really easy time scheduling a meetup so anyway we would occasionally message each other like our our exchanges would take about sometimes days in between each message um, but to be fair, at that time, I really wasn't 100% interested in him. And I guess I just like don't shoot it until you've tried it, I guess. So I um, I kept in communication with him and we finally met. And can I just say that he's, this is going to sound so um, shallow of me, but like his photos do not do him justice. Like he was so charming and so handsome in person that i'm gonna have to give him so anyway we met up and again because apparently i was traumatized <laughs> from being ghosted i sent him a message and it was like a multiple choice question i was like okay so now that we've actually spent time together what do you want to do moving forward a do you want to keep talking b do you want to like just go our separate ways etc etc of course there were more options to that but basically that's how the message went and so he said oh my answer is definitely so and so which is basically us still seeing each other um but then you know the same thing happened where he would kind of disappear which is understandable because he was busy and it was like that even before we met so i was kind of a bit you know more understanding with him and i guess what just kind of pissed me off was when we were messaging and he left me on red for like a long period of time and on several occasions. Now, it's not that I was demanding his time and attention, but I just felt like the energy again wasn't being matched. And I am in my face now in life wherein if you can't match my energy, then I won't, you know, um invest more in this relationship whatever kind of relationship this may be it could be platonic it could be romantic whatever but i'm just not gonna sell myself short this time around so i blocked no i didn't block him i deleted him from zalo and then that was a couple of weeks back actually and then yesterday um he messaged me he actually he sent me a request and said that um he was sorry for being a bad friend um and so i accepted his request and i told him mm, okay um i just explained to him my side i told him that i just felt like we weren't looking for the same things and it was just not a good fit again there's nothing wrong with that and i think as adults we need to recognize that um some relationships just won't work Again, whatever kind of relationship that is. And it's best that you invest your time, your effort, your emotions um, in a relationship that will benefit you. And that's not being selfish. It's actually just looking out for yourself because at the end of the day, you forge relationships because you want a connection with someone. And a connection can't just be one way. So I, I guess at least that's my opinion on it. 
Um, yeah, so I think that is it for today. I mean, I have a lot more stories, but I <laughs> don't have a lot of time. And if you've made it this far, then congratulations. And I don't know what I'm going to be talking about next week. I am so done giving teasers in my podcasts because sometimes I end up not posting the next week. So I guess it'll just be a surprise if I do end up posting. So um, yeah, but I probably will because I am generally in a good space right now. And I have more time in my hands to do more things that I love. So until then, sending love, life, and hope your way. Bye!